On this week's show, Poshmark introduces promoted closets beta while Mercari is laying off 20% of their U.S. workforce. What is up, Galaxians? Welcome to episode 197 of the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. My name is Ryan, and I will be your host for the next, gosh, I don't know, maybe 25 minutes or so. Thank you, as always, for uh, spending a little bit of your time here with us today. Uh, We've got a little bit of reselling news. There were a couple of big changes, one at Poshmark, uh, that may or may not be good, depending on your point of view on it, uh, and some news over at Mercari that was not quite so good. Uh, an update over at eBay and a opportunity to join a promotion over on Bonanza. So let's just get right into it. Use updates. So Poshmark, uh, last Monday, so right after last week's episode was published, uh, announced Promoted Closet Beta, introducing Promoted Closet, a new beta feature for U.S. sellers to increase the visibility of their listings to millions of shoppers on Poshmark. This was on the Poshmark blog. As always, there will be links to all of this in the show notes and the video description below if you'd like to read more. This beta program is part of our ongoing effort to empower sellers with more tools to make sales and grow their business. With Promoted Closet, they say your listings will become eligible for promotion in prominent locations across search results and brand pages, and you'll be able to see how well your promoted listings are doing with access to performance insights. Participating sellers will have the opportunity to try the tool for free. So I don't know exactly what that means. If there's going to be, obviously, if you're promoting the listings, I assume there is a charge for the promotion. I don't know. This doesn't really say if it's a percentage or if they're just going to try it literally for free for now, just promote them at no charge, or if there's going to later be a charge to participate plus a fee. It's a little bit unclear, uh, but at least initially in the beta, they say the tool will be free. In return, they ask for you to provide feedback to help us create a valuable seller tool for the Poshmark community. Throughout the beta, we will be listening to feedback and improving the experience so we can roll out promoted closet to every seller in the U.S. So despite the fact that this is a beta and despite the fact that they're testing it, it sounds like their intention is to roll it out once they have it kind of in a state where they're comfortable with everyone actually using it. Poshmark has been and will continue to be a place where anyone can thrive. And we are excited to bring you another tool to help promote your listings during this beta period. We will be testing to see if this increased visibility ultimately leads to a positive impact on sales. There's a FAQ section. How can sellers participate? To test the new feature, they say they are initially rolling it out to Posh Ambassador 2s located in the U.S., who use Poshmark on desktop to manage their closet. So this is not going to be available on mobile devices. It is only for desktop sellers. They're going to be granting access on a rolling basis, starting with the largest closets uh, with the most available listings. This, they say, will help them ensure that they have enough listings to thoroughly test the performance of the promoted closet. If you're interested in joining the beta, there is a link that you can click to fill out the form uh, to get yourself on the wait list. Poshmark says they will determine 
how to let more sellers into the program by monitoring feedback, addressing bugs and issues, and improving the product experience. Once those things are done and in progress, at least they will open up the access for more sellers to join, again, on a rolling basis. We are testing with a diverse set of closets and capturing feedback from different types of sellers to build the most successful experience for the broader community. They say you'll be notified by email with instructions on how to access Promoted Closet and start your free trial. Again, no indication how long the free trial is or how long they intend to leave this thing in beta. So if if you're participating already, this has been out for about a week now. Uh, Let me know down in the comments below, or if you're listening to the pod, you can shoot me an email at galaxycds at gmail.com. And let me know uh, if you're using it and what your thoughts are initially. I assume some people have already become involved in it. The initial public reaction was probably about what you would expect. Uh, A lot of sellers feeling like this is just a a cash grab. Again, a lot of people feel that way about promoted listings. (laughs) Uh, I was in that camp myself over on eBay, but I'm now using them uh, really to pretty good effect. A lot of the complaints focused around the fact that, uh, by and large, Poshmark apparently already has among, if not the highest fees in the reselling industry, and potentially adding an additional fee to promote your closet is just adding insult to injury. So there was a lot of pushback kind of in the forums and on Instagram and in the various Facebook groups. There were a few people who obviously, as always, were really excited about the opportunity to further promote their listings or their closet, I guess. In this case, you're not promoting individual listings. It's your entire closet. So again, if you're using this or you do use it, please feel free to reach out and let me know uh, and let all the other viewers and listeners know what your experience is with the promoted closet over on Poshmark. So again, good news or bad news, depending on your point of view on that. Uh, Definitely not good news. Mercari announced they're laying off 20% of their U.S. workforce last week. Mercari, the popular online marketplace, has announced it will be laying off 20% of its U.S. workforce. In addition, 60% of the roles in the U.S. at Tokyo team will be shifted over to Mercari Japan. The decision comes as Mercari aims to stabilize its business and position itself for long-term growth in a highly competitive market. That would lead one to believe they're not doing all that well. And I got, I, I had mentioned last week some things on my Instagram with this article, and I had several people that commented that their sales are very slow on Mercari. Uh, I just checked just for giggles. And for my business, Mercari right now uh, on, a, on this year alone basis is less than 6% of my sales. Uh, Etsy is nearly 15 and eBay is almost 80% with the remainder being kind of in-person sales and stuff over at my antique booth, which I have also made a decision on, which we'll be talking about probably in the next week or so. Uh, So you can look forward to that in a future episode. But Mercari is struggling. Uh, Sales are not there for individual sellers, myself included. If the listings, frankly, were not free, I probably would not be listing there. It's really hard to justify. I might be doing $150 to $200 a week in sales over there. So it's not, it's not great shakes at Mercari. Their LinkedIn profile indicates the company currently employs 655 individuals in the U S. So this article estimates that about 130 positions will be affected by the layoffs. The news was shared with employees in an email from the U S executive team, which explained that the company had to align its staffing needs with projected revenue and profit, which again indicates that they think those things are not 
going all that well. While Macari has been working to enhance its value proposition and product experience, as we've talked about over the last couple of episodes, the addition of a media mail option and their first class envelope for trading cards. So they are trying to kind of promote what they're doing for sellers to make it a more attractive marketplace. The fact of the matter is, if there aren't enough people shopping there, it really doesn't matter how attractive it is for sellers. If there's no buyers or too few buyers, I guess I should say it's not that there are no buyers, but it's certainly not anywhere near the level of some of the other platforms. The decision was made to reduce the workforce and deemed a necessary step to right staff the business for the future. Employees whose roles have been impacted will receive one-on-one meetings to address next step as their access to IT systems will be removed in accordance with security protocols. So they're going to talk to these people and just shut them down. Uh, the email also mentioned that Mercari is going to be focusing focusing on growing the under $50 marketplace, retaining and engaging users, and implementing revenue-generating initiatives to drive the company's success in the U.S. market. I know there for a while it seemed like every time I watched television, which admittedly is not all that often, I was seeing an ad for Mercari. This goes back, obviously, a little ways, but I haven't seen anything in a long, long time. Again, the under $50 marketplace is right in my wheelhouse as a media seller. I would venture to guess probably 90% of my listings would fall into that. So if they're really going to go after that market, that may be helpful for those of us who kind of specialize in high volume, lower dollar items, which I kind of thought was Mercari's focus area anyway. So let me know what you think of that down in the comments below. But Mercari laying off uh, potentially 130 people over there. eBay made an announcement this week that the eBay international shipping is here. Uh, those of you who have been following the podcast for a while know I have been participating in the new program for quite some time now with mixed results. It has still not reached the level of sales that I was getting through the global shipping program. So I don't I don't know what's different about this to the consumer that is causing sales in that category for me to be down. I I used to do a couple a day. Now I'm doing a handful a week, uh, but it is now live for everyone. The new international eBay international shipping program has officially replaced U.S. global shipping program. All eligible sellers previously using GSP now have access to the new program, which provides even more benefits to buyers and sellers. So they say, additionally, and this I did not know, eBay International Standard Delivery will be discontinued by July 1st of this year as eligible sellers are also upgraded to this new program. So if you're using the traditional International Standard Delivery, uh, be aware of that on July 1st. If not sooner, that program is going away and you will also be rolled into the new International Shipping Program. Here's how they say they're making it easier by shipping domestically with eBay International Shipping. No more international shipping hassles, no paperwork or guesswork, no international returns. Once your package is received at our hub, you're done. We'll take care of the rest. Your items will be available to even more buyers in 200 plus countries at no extra cost to you. We're waiving the international selling fee and we've got you covered, they say, with even more protections. There's a link to the full program in this article as well. It is pretty slick. You just send the thing to their shipping center. I believe it is in Illinois as opposed to the previous one, which was run by, I believe, Pitney Bowes out of Kentucky. 
there is, it sounds like, a plan to open a West Coast distribution center as well to make it a little more convenient and a little quicker for people who are shipping things out of that part of the country. So they're all in on this program. This, my understanding, is being run completely by eBay as opposed to the previous one was run by a third party. I've not had any issues with it. Everything has gone through smoothly and quickly. Items have been delivered in a timely fashion. My only real complaint has been that the sales just haven't matched what I was experiencing over with the global shipping program. Again, let us know down in the comments below if you've been on the program, how it's going for you. Last bit of news, this over on Bonanza, if you are a seller over there, you can join their third annual spring sale. All sellers can participate, create a coupon in your booth with the coupon code SPRINGSALE2023. There are instructions in this article. Assign any level of discount you want from $5 off to 25% off. Buyers will be able to use this shared coupon code to buy items throughout the site with the discount amount being unique to each seller. So even though every seller is going to have the same coupon code, Whatever you put in for your discount is what will apply when your items sell. That way, buyers can shop to their heart's content on the site, use one coupon code, and get the appropriate discount in their entire cart. Again, Bonanza is like not even 1% (laughs) uh, of my sales. It's three or four sales a month, so it's not big money. I probably will not participate in this because I just don't think the buyers are there to justify doing this, but if you are a seller over there and you want to participate in their spring sale, it runs May 3rd through May 10th. Um, And again, instructions are available in this article. So that is all of the reselling news we've got for you this week. So let's jump into a pretty hefty what sold segment. I don't have one here this week, but moments after slamming Bonanza, I did sell something on all four of my platforms last week, including Bonanza, Etsy, Mercari, and, of course, eBay. So uh, I think I've got stuff from three of the four in today's What Sold segment. So let's just get right into this. This first item sold over on Etsy. America Comes of Age, a French analysis by Andre Siegfried. This was from 1928. It was from Harcourt and Brace. It was a hardcover in actually pretty nice condition for a book of that age. It sold for $25.99 plus media mail shipping paid by the customer. Uh, This was part of a big lot that I own for about 16 cents. Another sale on Etsy, also from that same lot. Encyclopedia of Psychic Science by Nandor Fodor. This was a second printing hardcover from 1966, published by University Books. Uh, Katie Reed's put up a post on her Instagram of a, a book about ESP, and I commented on that, and I will share my experience with you. If you find old vintage books about psychic phenomenon, um, ESP, UFOs, anything like that, they seem to do really, really well for me. So if you're inclined to sell books, uh, that's a category that I would definitely look at. Obviously, anything in kind of the occult generally does pretty well, but these psychic and uh, ESP experiments and all those kind of books do really, really well for me. So be on the lookout for those. Another one that sold for $26.99 plus media mail shipping over on Etsy. eBay, a book from 1920, Henry Adams, The Degradation of the Democratic Dogma uh, by Macmillan. It was an ex-library book I've talked about on this show before. 
I always try to put in the title and certainly in the item specifics and the description if a book is an ex-library book and disclose that it has library markings. It may have the library card, may still have the card holder, or the it may have been ripped out, leaving some damage. So again, these books can sell and can bring pretty good money, but always, for me at least, I err on the side of caution and disclose everything that I know that is potentially going to be something that the customer will see when they get the book. So this was an ex-library hardcover, uh, part of a big lot that I owned for less than a nickel. It sold for $28.99 plus media mail shipping. I have sold one of these before and talked about it. This sold on Mercari, which oddly, (laughs) uh, Mercari has been advertising. I just talked about I hadn't seen any TV ads, but they have been advertising in my Instagram and my Facebook feed for the last 10 days or so. And the photo, the listing that they're using for the ad that they're pushing to me is my own item. It's this book, The Andy Warhol Diaries uh, from 1989. It was a first printing hardcover with dust jacket. This is a good one to find. If you can find it out there, it's going to bring $30 to $35 all day long if it's a first printing. Later printings still do reasonably well, but obviously with books, first printings, are the ones to be look, looking out for. Uh, this was published in 1989. It sold with free shipping over on Mercari for $35. I picked this up at an estate sale, man, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago and paid one whole dollar for it. Uh, another old book from a big lot, Pottery, Form and Expression by Marguerite Wildenhain and Otto Hagel. This was from 1962. It was an enlarged edition, so this was a revised edition of a previous work. This sold on eBay for $34.99 plus uh, media mail shipping. I've done pretty well with vintage uh, pottery and art books, so might be something that you want to kind of keep an eye out for. Interesting old book from 1948, The Everyday Reference Library, an Encyclopedia of Useful Information. This is a hardcover with its dust jacket. Not in the greatest of conditions, but... Not not terrible from 1948. I had it listed for $39.99 plus media mail shipping, which is $7.85. So this is a pretty big, heavy book. I sent out a 15% off offer to a watcher and sold it for $33.99. Another book also on eBay. Instincts of the Herd in Peace and War by W. Trotter. This is from 1924. This was a ninth printing, so kind of first edition, but a much, much later printing. I think it was within the first couple of years, but it's not a first printing. Might be worth a little more money. Again, if you can find a first printing of this, was printed by Fisher Unwin in London. So it's not a U.S. book, which also probably helped its value. This thing sold for $39.99 plus media mail shipping on a cost of goods sold of about 15 cents. Uh, Another old kind of religious book. I've talked about these repeatedly on the show. Religious books do very well for me. The Spirit and Origins of American Protestantism by John Harden. This was from 1968. It was a hardcover. Uh, I had this on sale in my 30% off sale. It was $59.99, sold for $41.99 plus media mail shipping. Again, 1960s era hardcover about religion. Probably worth taking a peek at. I picked this paperback up at an estate sale for 50 cents last Saturday. I listed it on Monday, and I think I sold it on either Monday afternoon or Tuesday morning. This thing was not up very long at all. If you see one of these out in the wild, grab it. It is News from the Empire 
by Fernando del Paso. It's from 2009. It was the first English translation. It is a big book, trade paperback. It must be out of print. Very difficult to find. Comps were super, super strong on this. As I said, I sold this within 24 hours of listing it. I listed kind of in the mid of the price range that I saw. This thing sold for $74.99 plus media mail shipping. Uh, in very, very nice condition, which obviously helped. Uh, but even in poor condition, it's probably a $50 to $60 book all day. So News from the Empire by Fernando Del Paso from 2009 is definitely one to watch for. And this was the flip of the week. This was, a, I've had these for quite a while. They were in my 30% off sale. I sent out an offer for an additional 15% off trying to move these. I've had them for a couple of years. The National Portrait Gallery of Distinguished Americans. I had volume three and volume four. They were from 1856. They were really in pretty remarkable condition. They did have some shelf wear. Uh, but the pages were all in pretty good shape. The illustrations were fabulous. They were really, really nice books. These both sold together for a total of 10708 plus media mail shipping. Uh, these were part of a huge lot I did from an estate buyout company that had bought out an estate for the other things that they had and ended up with what amounted to a couple of thousand books a couple of years ago. I bought all of them for what amounted to about 20 cents a piece. So I got 40 cents in this. They have been here for a couple of years, but ultimately brought 50, almost $54 a piece. That's a deal I will take every week. <laughs> uh, and I imagine you would too. Uh, $107 sale is, uh, again, my business model is lots of sales, but lower volume. I did, I think, 87 or 89 sales last week. Pretty solid week and had a couple of big hits in there. So it was a very, very good week here at the Galaxy. I do have some things coming up uh, over the next week or so that we'll be talking about. Uh, I may miss an episode next week because of some of the stuff that I've got working. Uh, I'm looking at making some changes in my storage and warehousing and potentially some changes in what I'm doing over at my antique booth. So once I kind of finalize that, I will update you in a future episode. So uh, just be aware uh, on the fence for next week, whether there will be a show. Uh, if you got something useful and worthwhile out of today's episode, hey, do me a favor if you're watching on YouTube and whack that thumbs up button. If you're not currently a subscriber on YouTube or a follower of the podcast, wherever you may listen, please consider doing that as well. That's going to wrap it up today, 20, almost 23 minutes. So a little bit of a shorter episode, but hopefully there was some valuable information. Maybe you found some books or something you can sell and you know a little bit more about what's going on in the world of reselling. And now it's time to sell. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you again next time.